It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! Do we owe somebody an apology? I feel that we do. And it's somebody that we all love. I mean, we don't love, we adore this man. But for some reason, we're not standing up for him. And today, we are going to do this together. Now, I want you, wherever you're listening to this right now, first off, I want to say thanks. I I said I don't look at the podcast analytics, but I got an email from some podcast site saying that we are ranking. I I don't know what that means, but the five-star reviews, all that stuff, I guess that helps. I don't know, but I appreciate all the love. Now, I want you, if you've been in the entertainment industry or if you've done service work, I think you're about to relate with what I'm about to say. Now, it's fine if you haven't. Uh, if you're someone that's always just had a salary, a nine to five, and you don't really do much like extracurricular stuff, you might not relate to this, but there is a huge difference in getting paid before something compared to getting paid after something. Okay. So I have a lawn guy named John, and he's been a friend of mine my whole life. Now, I don't make a lot of money. John gives me a really good rate to mow the lawn um, where we are, and we all come together, and you know, he mows this lawn, that lawn, and um, it, 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 he's, he's just a good dude doing this. And what's interesting is I try to pay John all up front, right, like for the full summer's work, and he said no. I asked him and he said, well, when I get done doing this work, I'd rather get paid after. It's something that I look forward to. And then he said in the past when he's gotten paid up front, he felt he didn't do as good of a job. Now, that's very interesting to me. Because then I went back and, you know, I've done comedy for a while and wedding DJs and all that stuff. And when I've gotten paid in full before, it's been very different than when I got paid after. Now, I don't know if I did much, much, much worse, but I felt like I did better. It made me feel better after that set that I got the money that I was um, promised to be paid, right? Or, you know, for me, I, I get a deposit up front and then I get the money after, you know, the work is done. So, There's something very rewarding about that. And I feel as if we are not putting ourselves in the shoes or the cleats of the best player on this team. And that, of course, is Kayshawn Booty. Now, before we go deeper into the subject, and I'm actually going to do a completely different episode on this idea. It is not a guarantee that if you are a dominant NFL first round prospect by year two of your college development, it's not a guarantee that you're going to have a great year three, right? There have been some downfalls. Now, some of it is injury related, but it is never a guarantee that the year three is going to be great. Now, for guys like Jamal Adams and Devin White, the year threes were still spectacular, Patrick Peterson being another one, but a lot of times, it's it's very tumultuous, to be quite honest. Now, I know he's not been paid yet by the NFL. And at the same time, I know Gordon, the lawyer, has stepped up big time in terms of name, image, and likeness, getting Kayshawn some money now. And uh, being in the collectible industry, his 
price of getting autographs have deservingly and rightfully gone up. So he has gotten money. He has been taken care of, but it's not NFL money. Doesn't matter how you cut it, it's not NFL money. And the truth is, Kayshawn, even though he's not been paid already, he's been paid, right? He is a lock to be a top 10 pick. A wide receiver with the early breakout age, with amazing speed, amazing dominator scores, whatever you want to look at, he's already accomplished and and checked every box you want from an alpha, true, number one NFL wide receiver. Now, why do I share all of that? Well, if that's the case, he knows that he is a lock to get paid, right? This is somebody who's come off an injury, a gruesome one at that versus Kentucky. And I remember... Uh, the Brody Miller piece in The Athletic that detailed a lot of different things about Kayshawn's process. And, you know, doing the LSU YouTube channel, you, you do have people that follow you and tell you stuff about, you know, the rehabilitation and, and how everything went down. And, of course, the tension and the friction with Brian Kelly to uh, start this entire um, Kayshawn and Brian Kelly relationship in this 2022 season. And of course, you have the Alabama rumors and you had all these different things that this young man faced. And look, against Florida State, he did not put forth the best effort. A lot of you saw the film study that we did and we called it out. I was like, he could have done more to catch this ball. Um, you know, he had a few drops and his head wasn't entirely in the game. And he got called out by the national media and even some local media, um, most notably Tom Luganbill, um, the ESPN reporter. It, it, it was bad. It was a really, really rough week for him. Just for him to come out versus Southern and play his best game of the season. Now, I know it was Southern. I know we're only two games in. But if we go to Power Hour LSU, our YouTube channel, you will see in our film study, the one thing that stood out to me the most was when he didn't get the ball and when he was open for touchdowns and Jaden decided to do something else with the ball and we still scored a touchdown, the first person to go celebrate with his teammates well, I, I'll let you answer that question. It was Kayshawn, okay? And if you've watched football as much as I've watched football, you know this. When a star player doesn't get the ball, sometimes they just sulk. Sometimes they don't celebrate others. And that, people, is why I loved Kayshawn on tape versus Southern. It was what was happening after the play. The fancy handshakes with the teammates. All those things you can't just make up on the spot. So, we owe Kayshawn an apology, right? If we were to criticize what he did versus Florida State, we should praise him for what he did versus Southern, right? Now, I know what a lot of you are going to say. Well, that's what he should do, and that's what you should do to be a good teammate. And look, you're probably right about that. But it is different when you've already been paid. Remember, this is the same Kayshawn Booty who the last two number sevens at LSU, one didn't play at all, the other only played three games, and they both were top five picks in the NFL draft. Kayshawn has nothing to play for here. 
other than the name on the front of the jersey, other than his love for LSU. And that right there, people, deserves praise. I don't care if that is what he should be doing because I guarantee you there's a lot of players that wouldn't do that. And I'm going to show Kayshawn love here. Now, why is it important to do that? Well, as many of you know, we like to save something at the end of every episode that is kind of sort of on the topic, but kind of sort of isn't. This next week, we're going up against a Mississippi State secondary that I feel could be the best in the Southeastern Conference. Emmanuel Forbes, number 13, is going to play in the NFL for a long time. Now, if you were to go look at Emmanuel Forbes' uh, game log versus LSU, you would think that this was one of his better games, right? He had four tackles, two solos, one interception, and one pass defended, right? But in truth, this was a game where Kayshawn quite literally chalk outlined him, right? RPO, third quarter, burned him for a 60-plus yard touchdown on a slant. Early first quarter, touchdown, wide open throw. Actually, it was a difficult throw made by Max. Give him a lot of credit. Kayshawn got open, got dirty, dove, and made a nice touchdown catch. Then the other two touchdowns we scored in the game were opened up by, you guessed it, Kayshawn, Trey Palmer, uh, wide open over the top. The coverage was distracted by two crossing routes by Kayshawn and Deion Smith. And then the Cole Taylor touchdown was when Kayshawn ran a route that was actually targeted for him. And the guy defending Kayshawn, which is Emmanuel Forbes, ran into the defensive back. And look, this was more luck, if anything. But still, Kayshawn being on the field was responsible for all four of our touchdowns, despite protection issues, despite... And we ran the football K that game, but still, he carried us to victory. This was a game where a true alpha went out there and won it for us. And to give you one interesting stat here at the end, Kayshawn has now gone three consecutive games without a touchdown, right? Previous to that, since he became a starting wide receiver, when Terrace Marshall decided to opt out before the Alabama game, Kayshawn has scored a touchdown in each and every game. Now, against Alabama, you know, he did the Deshaun Jackson thing and he dropped the ball before he crossed the goal line. But lucky enough, we had John Trey to pick it up and Kayshawn blocked amazingly in that Alabama game. And he made all these very small winning plays. He downed a punt on the one-yard line versus Florida. He played at such a high level. And then, you know, that Ole Miss game is legendary. And then all of last year... He was dominating, like scoring touchdowns at a rate we have never seen before. But now he has gone three consecutive games. And what's interesting, especially in these uh, last couple of games, he could have had touchdowns in these past few games, right? And this is kind of new for him. He's used to just, as a starting wide receiver, just dominating the competition. But now with Jaden, it is a little bit different. Jaden's not the same quarterback that Max Johnson is, right? But this is where we need Kayshawn to be Kayshawn and truth be told he was my number one rated player versus uh Southern and for those that you know subscribe to my Patreon patreon.com slash LSU football you saw my grades given out and if you just watch my film study you'll see he was my MVP of the Southern game what's interesting is Kayshawn of the five top receivers on this team, Jeray, BTJ, Jack, and Malik, Kayshawn is the only one of them that has not scored a tutty. Okay? He doesn't need to be playing right now. 
He doesn't. And I know it's not like something you should just say publicly, but it's just true. Okay? Recent history tells us that he's still going to be drafted really high. But he's putting it all out there for us. And for that, he deserves not only praise, but an apology. Because if you're truly an LSU fan, and he doesn't need us to defend him, but the right thing to do is the week before, if he's getting bamblasted by just everyone for the, the Florida State thing and rumors of locker room discomfort or whatnot, we should praise him, even if it's Southern, for doing the right little things to help us win. Now, I'm not in that building every day. I'm not, you know, you know I hear things, uh, whatever. This is going to come down to Kayshawn, this game. If he plays as well as he did last year, we will be victorious. Now, shout out to everyone that made this episode fun. Shout out to John, the lawn guy, killing it. Um, and yeah, one little extra thing. Always get like a small deposit before you do something. Unless you got really good trust. Always get that deposit. I have been screwed before as a comic, and it sucks. Get that deposit. And if it's a big thing, sign a contract or whatever. Um, but yeah, this this was kind of fun. It really was. Now, if you want to subscribe to the Power Hour LSU on YouTube, there is one stat that is working against Mississippi State that involves 2019 LSU and if you are a fan of 2019 LSU, I found a stat that makes them look even more impressive. I, I know that that is probably impossible, but somehow, some way, yours truly was able to find this. Go to Power Hour LSU. Uh, Mike Leach is on the thumbnail of the video. The one stat as to why LSU will beat Mississippi State, and it honestly has nothing to do with either one of the teams, okay? It is! The PHL Podcast. Let's go! Go! And tonight, ooh, some chicken quesadillas. Let's go!